Hello and welcome, boot campers. You're listening to the Mike Minute edition of the Business Boot Camp Podcast. That's where I, your host, Mike Andes, I give you a few power packed moments of business talk, opinion, and advice. All right, so today we are talking about four ways to sell more during economic family. Uh, industry times that are tough so it might be a swing in your business when the sales are dipping revenues are decreasing and perhaps you might even think that your business is gonna have to shut its doors and the old adage goes that sales solves all problems and I've always said that that the if you can sell if if you give your biggest problem is that you have so many sales that like it's gonna you can take care of yourself because when you increase sales you increase revenue and if you increase revenue you can hire more people you can take care of problems you can uh, outsource issues so really when it all boils down to it increasing sales will help your business all right so I want to talk about four ways to increase your sales and sell more during those tough times now we've all been to those networking events where uh, you meet the person, they're like the infamous, they, they're the business card throwing and, you know, handshaking everybody and they're, they're the entrepreneur, like, they're, or, or just, like, it, when you look at them, it's like desperation. It's like all they want to do is make a sale, they want to try to sell no matter what it is, they're like the snake oil salesman, they're, they're just trying to get business and there's just like urgency all over their face. And although I I think in one way you do need to be urgent when you are in communication with a customer, prospective client, in order to make a sale, when you come into contact with someone that is selling something or trying to network and they just come across like they're desperate, it just... It just sets something in a, in a prospective client or customer that it just makes them want to kind of push it away because if you're desperate and you it, it, and they can sense it like uh, and that's not what you, we, those aren't the measures that we want to be going for and when times get tough, some people will resort to that. They'll resort to you know trying to push the envelope, which I'm all for, but they they come across as desperate. Uh, and, and I'm gonna give you four strategies today. In your business, whether it be service or product-based, whatever it might be, four ways to increase your sales during tough times, okay? Keep you that business afloat, and here we go. Number one, I want you to package, all right? So I want you to find ways to match your products together in a, in a complimentary way, and that will prompt the customer to buy multiple products. For instance, like, say you're in the clothing industry and you're selling a pair of pants for say $49. Instead of just selling or advertising the product as $49 for a pair of pants, advertise those pants with a matching belt, a t-shirt, and a hoodie for $99. And literally by just packaging products together, you can literally double or triple the dollars your customer spends per transaction. Because that customer came into the store thinking, oh, I need some pants. But then they see right next to where those pants are, there's, uh, say, a big picture with a model on there that's wearing the pants, a belt, a t-shirt, and a hoodie. And then you say, hey, you can get everything that's on this model, not just the pants, but all of them, all this stuff. You can look as good as this model for $99. And so it's an awesome way to package your products together 
and and this has become really popular in like interior design and it just makes it so much easier like say you're wanting to design your house or a room instead of buying a really cool lamp at Ikea you can buy an entire bedroom set with like the covers for your bed, the desk, the lights, the shades for your window, uh, mirrors for your, on your walls. Is it comes as a package? So instead of buying things as single uh, items, you can package them together and increase the dollars and the items per transaction. So number one way to sell more during tough times is to package products together. All right, number two. Uh, you want to create a freemium model freemium not premium freemium and this is really really popular when it comes to mobile apps like on the app store or google play or all the different uh places that you can get your mobile apps for your devices like when was the last time you actually bought an app for like 10 bucks like a mobile app 10 dollars I guarantee you it was a long time ago and when you did it you probably thought you were paying for like you know your wedding ring or something like it was so expensive and oh my goodness I can't believe I'm spending ten dollars on an app because we've been trained in the app world that we gotta have the app for free we just kind of taken that for granted and customers are becoming more and more like that and, and you, you're gonna have to give something away for free and then and the reason it's called freemium model is because there is a premium product there's a premium service in the background so you might get the app for free you know you might download Facebook or another application like Dropbox for instance and they give you a certain amount for free but then there's in-app purchases or there's ads that if you click on they'll make revenue or there's unlocked features um, or there's features that you can unlock uh, within that application although it might be free but within that application that's where they can upsell you and make money so you can create a freemium model in many different ways regardless of your industry where you give something away for free but in order to make it really an amazing product they do have to pay something so it's a great way to scale your business because it gets more and more people into your sales funnel alright number three the third way to sell more during tough times is creating a recurring revenue model and a lot of people will call this you know passive income or are like residual income and it's just essentially instead of someone buying something once you're creating a revenue stream that is continual and it can compound as you get more and more clients so for instance for me um, we make big bucks on landscaping jobs and stuff like that, but that's a one-time deal with a client. Whereas if I have like a mowing contract that's year-round and I'm on average I have a client for four years, that is very, very uh, valuable to me because recurring, I can depend on it. It's not like boom or bust where it, where it's like larger ticket items are. So creating that recurring revenue, something you can depend on is very important and there's different ways you can do this like what's really uh, uh, a popular is creating a membership site so on that site if say you are a content creator and uh, say doing a blog or creating content on a certain subject uh, people will have a membership site where you have to pay say $30 per month in order to gain access to that content and then people just 
the, the owner or the, the uh, administrator of that site will just continue to add content. And so every single month, they're going to get $30 from those members. And as their membership base grows, they're just going to continue to compound the money they make. So it's a great way to uh, make recurring revenue. Uh, some people will call it passive income uh, where you're not going to have to work for it. In some industries, that's possible, especially in technology. Uh, but... Uh, basically, you're trying to make revenue more cur- uh, more stable, your uh, inflow and outflow, especially your income. So you can, uh, it, it just makes it so much easier. Like for me, uh, I, if I have a whole bunch of big, you know, five, ten thousand dollar landscaping jobs, I'm going to have to hire people. But then at other times, I won't know what to do with them. If I have a time, you know, a week or two, I don't have many of those jobs. Whereas a recurring revenue for our mowing service, for instance, uh, I can depend on it. It's recurring, uh, and I can project into the future how long and how much money we're going to make. So, number four, fourth way to sell more during tough times, and that is creating a good, better, and best product. Okay, so what I mean by this is, you know, like in tough in tough times, it's tempting to lower your price. You know, because if you lower your price, you think you're going to get more customers. And on the other hand, some people are like, well, I need to raise my price in hopes of increasing my margin. So uh, um, I'm, I'm, my sales are decreasing, but if I increase my price, I'll, I'll eventually make the same amount of money net. Um, but what I propose to you is that you do a good, better, and best model. Um, and so say you're selling drums, for instance. Um, instead of creating one type of drum set, you can create a, a good, a better, and a best model. So the good model might be, you know, five to eight hundred dollars. Um, the beginner kind of set. The better uh, model, the middle kind of uh, set, might be say a thousand to uh, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. Uh, and then your your best model can be, you know, upwards of two thousand dollars. And the reason this is so awesome is because. If you're really worried that you do have price sensitive customers that only will buy if you lower your lower your uh, cost, you can create a service or a product that will still allow you to make money, but is suited for them. But then it won't discount your uh, product or your brand because you'll still have that best model on the other end where you just over deliver with service or you uh, cr- give more product away, you create a higher uh, quality product. So for instance, like the drums. If you're going to create a best product, that high ticket item, you're going to use the best materials, the best finishes. You're going to want to have artists behind those drum set names that are using them. Uh, So you want to create. And so even in a service business, you can do this and say, say, for instance, for me, like my good on on all my proposals that I do for mowing, I have my good, better and best. I call it a basic deluxe and the works. So there's there are three different packages. Essentially, it follows this good, better, best model where the good is like your basic mow trim edge and you know clean up uh whereas the better is like two fertilizations annually plus uh aeration a core aeration and then the best is like everything in the deluxe model plus a liming application two more fertilizations and a thatching program uh so what it allows is first off it lets your customer know that there is a better option because there might someone might be wanting mowing, but then I and I offer that to them. But if I don't tell them that I have a better and a best model, they might go to someone else 
and not even know that I offer those services. And it also allows me to uh, uh, cover the entire spectrum of uh, price. Um, like some people aren't going to want to pay much for their lawn. Other people, they really care about, they don't care how much they pay for it. And so you're able to cover that entire market and spectrum by just offering more service. Uh, perhaps if you're doing something online, you can say, well, you know, if, if you're doing consulting, say, uh, your good model might be they get access to your content online, your courses, videos, stuff like that. Your better model might be they get um, extra content, like extra video or courses, or they get into like a, a community of your members, whereas the best model might be they get all of that plus like an individual uh, consulting session with you uh, over online. So that's your good, better, and best model. It fits very, very well. During tough times when people uh, are polarized on the whole price objection thing, some people want to go low, other people don't care and they want to go high, you don't want to... Uh, uh, um, to cut out that customer segment by locking yourself into one type of product, one type of service, and, and you really want to be able to tailor it, but yet three three products, you don't want to go more than that. You do want to keep it where it's standardized. It just makes things so much easier, and like just right now, I was able to rattle off my good, better, and best without even looking at any of my notes or anything like that because it's just so simple, and that's what you want, the way you want to keep it. All right, I'm rattling now. I'm going to shut it down here. This is the Mike Minute for today. I'm telling you four ways to sell more during tough times. You guys be great. See you later next time. Bye-bye.